Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. It's not recording, is it? Yes, of course it's recording, look. <laughs> Welcome to More Than Just a Podcast. Podcast! It's just myself again, John, running the show. Yeah, thank yeah. God, thank, thank God, God for someone's you. Someone's doing it. Yeah. And Sean in the studio. We missed the last two weeks, apologies. Uh, can we think Well, we missed one, didn't we? Well, Not yeah, no, last week was an international break. We went to Dubai. Well, yeah, you could say that. Uh, what, did we, what excuse can we give for the first one? Um, there was a reason, wasn't there? There was a reason. Oh, it was my, I couldn't, I couldn't. It was your myself wife's birthday. Or, no, myself or George couldn't do it because it was my mother's Oh, it was your birthday. mother's birthday, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Uh, happy birthday, belated birthday to your mother, Barbara. Barbara. We should talk some football. Probably. Football. What, what are we on? We're episode 19, aren't we? Of season six. Wow, hasn't the time flown? What a great season. Yeah, what a great season. Aren't you just happy to be in the London Stadium with a, a great striker and a great right back? Anyway, <laughs> you just line them up. I'm just trying to send you just off. back them away. Right, we, we, we did miss the West Brom game, which I didn't. I watched, but I didn't go. Um, what excuse did I have of not going to the West Brom game at the London Stadium? Childcare, I think it was. It was childcare issues. I um, had someone that was going to uh, look after my daughter who didn't want to come, and, um, and they pulled out at the last minute. So myself and Finley watched the game on a stream from Abu Dhabi. But what was your... Can you remember back? Let me remind you. I remember it, don't you uh, worry. Right. West Ham 2, West Brom 2, West Ham with 65% possession. Let me say that again. West Ham with 65% of the possession. West Brom, obviously, with only 35% of the uh, possession. The Baggies had just eight shots. And do you know what? Only three of them were on target. The Hammers enjoyed 16 glorious shots on goal. 
and four of them were on target. Massive Take ball. it away, John. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it for the uh, goal at the end, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, it was the it was a it was a decent game to watch. It was. Uh, what was the atmosphere like? It was okay. The atmosphere was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's did not did you um, get much better than okay? Did you take a flag in because it was a new flag initiative? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. And yeah. are we having a uh, more than just a podcast flag? Uh, I've got no interest in. <laughs> I know. Nor has George. More than just podcast flag. So, so I think I there is a majority rule two against one. There will be no more than just a podcast flag. I don't see why anyone would want to contribute to a flag for a, a podcast or a site or something to basically provide an advert for that podcast or site right. at the moment. At the we London we've Stadium. got one at Clarendon Hugh. It's one of the biggest. We raised over six hundred pound. It'll be twenty-four foot by twelve. I know KUMB have raised money. Yeah, I don't I know. I know Hammers Chat has raised money. And, and talking... It's good advertising for the site. Uh, and I was everyone. talking to Ian Day on, on persuading him to do it. But each their own majority rule. Each their and own. And you and George have clearly said to me, we think the flag idea is naff, so we're not going to do it. And, and I have abided by your decision. Oh, good. Because it's not my podcast. <laughs> 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 anyway, back to the game. So, um, I mean... West Brom are doing quite well this season, aren't they? Yes, they are. But uh, we, it was... Um, I can't remember it greatly. I just, all I can remember is them equalising in the you know, final seconds of the game. It was Did you stay? Disappointed. Did you stay? Yeah, yeah, we were there. We stayed to the death. And, of course, we were missing Andy Carroll. Yeah, that's a surprise. So the last time we spoke, we were obviously with Andy. Andy Carroll was with us when we won 3-1 against the Saints, wasn't it? Was Andy Carroll still playing there? Um, yeah, yeah, it was Andy Carroll. And he, he come, you know, comes off and we said, oh, no, it's just a knock, it's just a knock. Minor niggle. And and he's still out. Yeah, well, that's that's not unusual and it's not a surprise. So well, we're going to talk more of that later. Is there anything else to say about the West Brom game? There probably is, Sean, but I but can't I remember can't it too remember. clearly. And it was a draw. It, and it was disappointing, but it, it was well, a decent result, it really. Was respect the point at the time, because, yeah. of course, we looked like we were going to lose, and um, and we nicked it at the end. So it's always a good way um, to get, you know, save a point, where it looked we we, we, so, we uh, store down the sh- uh, jaws Lanzini of defeat. Scored, scored a great goal, didn't he? Yeah. But I... It was Who um, did the other goal come from? I can't remember. Uh, it gave Antonio. Me I mean, our listeners will say I'm wrong because I always say No, yeah, it, it wasn't. Antonio. It was Faguli. Faguli it was. You're yeah, right. Faguli. scratched one in, didn't he? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, what's his name? Lanzini hit. Keeper didn't even move. I had a newfound respect for Pulis, having watched his after-match uh, press conference, even though his team had pretty much played the anti-football for the... Yeah. He had quite nice things to say about West Ham and the stadium. He thought it was a great stadium. It's not in the running order, but uh, let's discuss it anyway. Ranieri, there is a, a, a bloke who, who wins the, the league for um, his team that only came up a few seasons before. And and yet they sack him um, before the end of the season. What's wrong with football, John? I I don't know, Sean. I, it's not the running order, and I I really have <laughs> I've found all this unanimous 
across the board ex-football of people saying how terrible it is all a little bit tedious yeah just uh, you know I, I listen to podcasts and I, I put that 606 podcast on I had to turn it off because it was just people just talking so much stuff about um, and how about the bloke who ate the pie yeah, I know it's not a pie podcast yeah another story it didn't really I didn't take any interest in really Okay, nothing else to say about West Brom. If we're honest, we can't remember it. It was such a long time ago. Well, it's um, coming back but, to me. But, I mean, we go to the old problem. We don't have a right back. We don't have a striker. And, and there's a theme there, isn't there? Because, you know, when we move on to the next game... A lot of possession, a lot of shots. We've got a lot of possession, a lot Toothless. of shots. But, but, but we're not Toothless. finishing our... Um, tar- you know, we're not finishing our chances. Yeah. And, and I think we'd be more clinical if we had... You know, an Andy Carroll that was fit, you know, or a Diafro Sacco, or dare I say fit. it, um, another player that we bought in in the in the winter transfer. Although obviously that does link me into talking about Scott Hogan, who and I know it's easy to say, mm, well, if we've done it, uh, but obviously he's injured, uh, hasn't scored and could be out for a long time. Yeah, but who knows? You can always say if, but what. You know. Yeah, well, I thought we were going to talk about that in a moment. We're not, we're, we're not. not. Uh, let's move on to the next game then. West Ham 1, Watford 1. Or Watford 1, West Ham 1. The Hornets. The way. And we'll start off with a stat attack again. West Ham 64% of possession. As his, uh, John's just saying, great possession numbers. Hornets just had 36%, obviously. Watford with just nine shots on uh, nine shots on goal. One of them on target, which obviously went in. Well, no, it didn't go in because obviously that was a penalty. Uh, Hammers enjoyed 13 shots on the old goal mouth. Um, two of them were on target. Um, and one of them did go in. Although from, let me hear you say, A-U, A-U. Didn't think it was going to go, did you? No. <laughs> Just so bloody no. So what do, you, what do you think? I mean, the Watford game was a more interesting game in, from my point of view. Um, and I, th- I thought we deserved a lot more We were far more dominant it. overall. Um, you know, again, it, yeah, we, you know, we, looked, we played all right. We were just... Uh, I mean, it knocked the stuffing out of us and our game plan when we conceded on three minutes. Well, let me ask you, or maybe it's something you can do in your capacity as Claret and Hugh, whatever you are. Club Stooge. You and Club Stooge. What... You, you could probably link how many goals have we lost or how many points have we lost this season because of out-of-position right-backs playing in right-back. I can think of like Chiati this Saturday. Well, he's not a right-back. He shouldn't have been back there trying to defend that. And it was a penalty. You'd want a penalty all day long. Um, Northvite against Tottenham playing back there. You know, that's something maybe you can look into. I will do. I will take my assignment and uh, do a, do a piece. and I will do a piece on it. Thank you, because we are a bit short at the moment. It's been a quite quiet month. And then the other side of that is how many shots times have we had more than ten shots and not many on target? Could we get if we, we had a striker? An, we haven't got a natural finisher at the moment. Um, you know, Andy Carroll looked good when he came back, and you know. Uh, but they they, they couldn't. I mean, the dis- the discussion in the January transfer window is that we could probably get three because Carroll's playing, and there'd only be an understudy to Carroll. But anyone knows that Carroll 
doesn't last more than six games without no. getting injured. So I'm afraid that's true, and I think I, people I, have got fed up now of you know crime wharf and it's you know it's it just he's just injury prone. He's a sick note. Let's be honest, and it's never going to change. It's a shame. It is. But so let's talk about penalty. Penalty for you? Yeah, penalty all day long. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we should have had one later on. It's yeah. the same sort of thing. I mean, the referee came in for a little bit of criticism, um, but we will always say that, wouldn't we, and, and give him... I mean, he got a few decisions wrong, but I, I don't see that... Well, no more than usual. Yeah. We're, quite, we're quite used to seeing like major things not going our way. But um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, we're no Man United, are we? No, no. We, we had a better second half, like didn't we? Against them, we were more dominating. In yeah, the second, second half. half we were better, and we did um, dominate, and we deserved the win really. And if we had yeah. a striker, we well, you're won. right. If we if we didn't have um, a, a defensive midfielder playing as right back, and we had a, a proper striker, then I think we would have won. And um, you know, I thought um, uh, obviously Antonio did all the work for the for our goal, hit the post, and and AU was. They're doing what, what you know, you'd expect a midfielder come striker to do with his level, which is tuck it away when it comes back off the post. But he, uh, Antonio's just every time, everywhere they put him, he just plays the game, doesn't he? And he, he, he does, he causes havoc, doesn't he? So silly of him to uh, yeah, get sent on, and there's no yeah, excuse that for that, you know. He was on a yellow Chelsea card game. and he pushes away the ball with his hand. That's a yellow card in anyone's book, and he's got no excuse. It's just frustration. I, I, I think Big now, miss. That, now that Kiyati's back, and I, can, I still think that Mark Noble isn't playing no. as well as he can, I think he needs to look at how he sets up. And, you know, he should play the best players in their best positions. And he should, if you're going to play one up front, he should start Caleri or start Fletcher. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, My we point having strikers. Yeah, and yeah, not I, I, I totally agree. Why aren't you saying Fletcher out on, on loan? But we'll talk about that later. Um, Antonio, the other thing I don't understand about Antonio, and it's not in the running order, but we've been told, sources close to the club, are saying that his new deal will be sorted in the summer. Now, I remember at Slavin Bilic saying, you know, he's being offered a new deal, it's with the chairman, it should be done any day now. That was at the beginning of January. And nothing. Should we get concerned um, that nothing has happened and now it's been delayed to summer? I don't know. It's a question, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm not concerned. There's another question. And the question, question is, question, is he good enough for someone like Chelsea? Because we rate him, and no disrespect to Ant, um, Mikel, but we rate him as a really good player. But is he the kind of class and the um, quality that Chelsea, Man United, Arsenal, those kind of top four would be looking for? Because I know my answer to that. Which is? No. Well, I would say that since he started with us, he's, had a, he's got a regular line of improvement and he's improving all the time. But so you, didn't answer, you didn't answer I the question. I would say, you know, if I was a Champions League club looking at Antonio, I would give him another year with us and then come and nick him. Yeah. Because I reckon he right. has another year or so. He's going to be very well, good. Well, he's apparently been offered a um, 
five and a half, six and a half year contract at 70 grand a week. He's on 35 grand at the moment. So and then, you know, not bad for a Knott's Forest boy that was in uh, a non-league not so long ago. Well, he might as well stay with us because we'll be Champions League anyway soon, won't we, Sean? That's true. That's Apparently. True. Apparently. Um, is there anything? I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about the Watford game, although typical West Ham, we ne- nearly conceded in the dying yeah. seconds. Pinball mania, wasn't it, in the last nine seconds? And you're thinking, what the hell was that about? We just, we, you know, so often do we see this where we lose our concentration towards the end of the game. Billich would have been furious if that had gone in. And, oh. you know, it was, it was more luck than judgment that it didn't go in. Well, if you say so. <coughs> what do you think of Font, by the way? Oh, he's, he's, he's solid. Yeah, he seems all right. Yeah. How about Lanzini? I thought Lanzini had a really good game. Yeah, I thought Lanzini had a good game. And how about um, Snodgrass? He was looked off the pace to me, but he then did. I read somewhere that he'd been ill. Yeah, he had the shits. <laughs> yeah, so you know. So, but we played him anyway. But yeah, I hear he had the shits. And right, uh, yeah, he looked off the pace. But like I was saying, you know, we have got. A, a, it's getting to the stage where you can see that. Mark Noble, in the form he's in, isn't an automatic starter no. if we want to have our best 11. Cresswell? Cresswell was improved. Yeah, it, mm, some nice balls in. But he's still not the Cresswell of last year. No, he's not. Um, anyone else we want to single out? Um, Reed, I think. You know. No, no, really, Sean. No. No, it was one of those Darren, games, Darren Randolph it? still deserves to be in goal? Well, he's... Solid enough, you know, but he's just one of those games. All the chances, same old, it's just same old, isn't it? Well, they're going to offer toothless, they're going to offer, toothless. they're going to offer, um, Adrian another extension in the summer, I hear. Well, they which, um, I'm surprised at if I'm honest with you, but there you go, right? Um, we suppose we would better g- say, uh, sure, sure. Let's see what the gaffer has to say. Well, that's not how you do it, is it? Sure, sure. Let's see what the gaffer has to say. It was a pretty he- hectic and ferocious match, but do you think he deserved a point for that second half performance? I think we deserved more than a point from, from, from the whole game. As this game, I told to the guys at the end of the game that, uh, OK, good point and... Uh, Great performance in the second half, but we can't start like that. We can't start like that uh, because, especially away, I mean, it's very hard to turn the game around. But we had a quality and everything, else. and in the first half we had a couple of chances. But in the second half it was all us until the end of the game, of course, when when they have a couple of free kicks with one extra man and all that. But uh, I'm so. So glad how we presented us today, uh, especially in the second half. We played, we were, uh, it was all us, to be fair. And we deserved at least a point. They deserved a point because they were leading. When they are leading, you always, there's always a chance because they have a good team that they're going to go two up and then you can lose the games 3 0 or whatever. But, so there's always, and that's why they deserved it. But uh, in the terms of, which team showed more quality? It was, it was definitely us. And there were one or two moments in the game that could have changed it. There was the Antonio red card for two yellows. Any, any, any thoughts on that one? I just spoke with the referees and uh, 
no hard feelings. I it's a bit of disagreement. Uh, the penalty, we had a similar, really similar situation with Sheikou. So if it that was Kyoto and Niang big yeah, tangling, yeah, yeah, tangling. But the first one is also like tangling or 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 Zarate. In my point of view, make no mistake. If I if I was Watford manager, I would ask for a penalty. But I'm West Ham manager, and uh, to me, Zarate went down quite easy, easy, easy. And when Sheku went down, I expected that ref could give, but he didn't. And as I said, no hard, hard uh, no hard feelings. Antonio's red card. All right. He misses the Chelsea game now, and of course you've got Andy Carroll injured. What's the, what's the prognosis there? Of course, there's a lot of problems for you if Andy doesn't come back soon. He will come back uh, for the Chelsea game. If he doesn't come back, then then we have, uh, and I have to also to praise Nayib uh, today, who came from the bench, and he is now. I spoke to him before. He had a big injury in his first game against Chelsea, and uh, it was very big injury. And he came back, but he wasn't in the best shape because of that. And uh, now, since he came back from the Africa Cup, he's he's coming back to his best. And uh, so we have enough quality. She, he, he showed that also today. What do you think of that then, John? Yeah, he's talking it up, isn't he? He's right. We, you know, we, we probably did deserve more, but we, we get you get what you deserve when you don't invest in the proper playing staff. In my opinion. Well, cutting, uh, cutting, cutting, yeah, cutting. So, uh, where are we with the running order, by the way? You're at number five, Andy Carroll to China Room. Wow. So, I don't know if you saw, but the Sun wrote that um, said that Andy Carroll was um, attracting interest from China. We spoke to our senior uh, source at the club who confirmed there had been free inquiries from China for Andy Carroll but they were not considering them at this part of the season. Right or wrong, John? Should they be considering um, offers from China for Andy Carroll? Well, there's two things on that. Having Andy Carroll leave now wouldn't make a massive difference to the rest of our season because he's probably not likely to play the rest of the season. So, you know... So, you so your answer is, I don't need to do a poll on this, you would sell Andy Carroll? I would sell Andy Carroll if we could get the money and he wanted to go. Yes, well, how much would you accept? What, what would be your... Oh, well, I don't know. 20 million, uh, 15 million, get, a fiver, really? a tenner. Well, it's as much as you could get. But, you know, if, if, if it is China, and he's, he'd have to be the obviously willing to go to China. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other side yeah, of it. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, yes, I would sell Andy Carroll because it's becoming such a... The, our, the state of our club to the point of our finances and things that we can't just go out and buy a bat shoey and put him on the bench. Yeah. You know, we yeah. us having all our money invested in the one striker that very rarely plays is actually blocking us from getting anyone decent in in the future. So it's a case of, you know, maybe they should just cut their losses and... So I'm going to... Unfortunately, uh, I, I mean, like I'm him. I think he's a brilliant I'm player. I'm just going to repeat, right, um, you know, we, we talked about him going out for his weekend and maybe he went for a beer, etc. And, and a lot of people have shouted back and said there's no problem with that. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't suggest oh, anything. Oh, well, when he went to Newcastle before the World Yeah, yeah, West yeah. I mean, I wouldn't suggest anything that would be potentially libelous, but the guy has had a 
um, a past, and you know, some some may say, "Is is he ever really recovered from that?" Um, but I'm hearing, and I, I will say, unconfirmed rumours, right, of what I've been told is he continually turns up late uh, for training, allegedly, um, which is not good for team morale if one person is always turning up late. Um, Maybe not putting the effort in as much as possible. I was told at training last week, um, I mean, he didn't train at all last week, so all this smokescreen, was he going to play at Watford? What uh, Against Watford, uh, you know... Rubbish. He didn't train. There was no way in earth. I'll make another prediction. Although people are talking about him playing at Chelsea, I'll have a little bet with you. I think there's no way on earth he's going to play against Chelsea. Play or start? Well, start. Play. Play. Well, he might be on the bench and not get picked, you know, a bit of smoke screen. So you think... I don't think he's ready enough. I'll have a beer bet with you. Oh, okay. Well, if he's on the bench, if he comes on, here's... Here's the. No, um, he, he's, he, you said you just said. <coughs> I just said play or start, and you said play. Yeah, so play. If he comes on the team. Yeah, agreed. If he's on the bench, it doesn't count. But First he's got to actually come on. on you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, I just don't. I think you have to, and I don't care who you are. You've got to come to training on time, or you've got to be fined, and and you've got to put the effort in. I was I was told, you know, he he, he spends his time, um, lately on on you know an exercise machine. Uh, in the gym and, and not training. Even I was even told that Diafra Sacco was training with the first team, so Diafra Sacco seemed to be well ahead of of Andy Carroll in return. I might be wrong. I'm I'm just repeating what I've heard, but um, I don't know. There seems to be a bit of. Sm- I'm always told by the, the those who know Slavin that he he doesn't lie and he doesn't tell stories um, to try and have smoke screens for the opposition. But it seems very strange that he keeps on saying, oh, Andy Carroll might play, it's 50-50. And other people tell me there is no chance in hell he was going to play against Watford. And, uh, and those same people have told me they don't think he's got any chance of actually playing against Chelsea either. It's sad. So, would you sell him? Yeah, I would. I'm go. not sure I would sell him right now, but the uh, in the summer I would take whatever money we could for him, absolutely. I love Andy Carroll, and when he's on form like he was recently, it's brilliant, and we sing his name. But the guy is just too much of a sick note for my. And please don't go and get Sturridge because we're trading one oh sick yeah, note absolutely for another sick note. Yeah. So let's move on to um, the other thing, which is a lot of people are asking. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Where is Ashley Fletcher? So, John, where is Ashley Fletcher? I've got no idea. I don't know where is Ashley Fletcher. Caleri's been brought forward. Obviously, they, I reckon they were trying to try and get rid of Caleri in January. Yeah. Couldn't. So they put the money into him. So they got... Okay. So you've got no striker. Right? Andy Carroll's not on the bench. He's not anywhere. We've got no Sacco. Right? So we've got AU on the bench. And obviously, he came on. And we've got Caleri. He's a midfielder. Yeah. Well, well AU can play as a midfield, uh, as a striker. He's an attacking midfielder. Anyway. So why not put Ashley Fletcher on? So we asked the club after. We said, what's wrong with Ashley Fletcher? Is he injured? And we were told, there is no problem with Ashley Fletcher. He's just not making the squad. He's not injured. But he's not making the squad. So my, my, my question to you, and in general, is why did we not let him... If we're not going to include him in the squad, remember, if he can't get in the squad with two of them and strikers are out... What bloody hope has he got in getting yeah, in the know. team? So, sorry, so why didn't you put him out on loan? And, it, you know, I don't like criticising Billich, but this one, he had an option to go to Leeds on loan. They turned, apparently, Slaven turned it down personally of Leeds on loan, and yet he doesn't even make the bench when two of your mind strikers out. Please explain that one to me, John. I, I, I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. I don't see him trained. Maybe his attitude's <coughs> gone or something. I don't know. So the next one, Sam Byron. Well, again, it's just. I mean, how. He's not rated. So here we've got we've got two right backs. We've got uh, Sam Byron, who came from Leeds, who sources close to the club tell me they don't think he's now <coughs> up to Premier League standards. And it might take another two years for him to Is get there. Is that the same person who thought that Gokantora was? No. No, because the person who fought Gok and Tor... Oh, no, no, you're, you're probably right, actually. No, it probably is. Yeah, we are. But um, anyway. Um, so I mean, Sam Byron's a young player. He's solid enough as a right-back. And he's going to... He should should only improve. But yeah. you've got to give him the responsibility and give him the but time he to hasn't, do it. He's been dropped, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been dropped. And, and then we've got, then we've got the, one of the most experienced right-backs in the world... In Abaloa, right? Who doesn't even get a game? Why did we not try and get rid of him? Why are we not buying him off? He's just sitting there, allegedly injured, but I he doesn't know. get a look in. And you're thinking, you know, we know about the. Uh, I'm told, oh no, the the the, um, the problem with the running at the the training ground with Billage is a thing of the past. But you know, actions speak louder than words. Where is he then? Why is he not making the bench? If we haven't got a right back, why don't we pay Abaloa? On, on the right, is it because he's shit, right, and his legs are gone, or is it because he's lost his his credibility with with Billage? Either way, we're paying sixty five grand a week for a bloke who trains and doesn't play, and we're going to do that for the second half of the season. It makes me cross. Well, there's not much of the season left, mate. To be honest. So it's you know, w um, w we go back, and I know you didn't want to talk about it. We go back to. The old problem 
and, and we talked about this off air before we started this podcast, that the lack of a right back and the lack of a striker in the January transfer window cost us two points against Watford on Saturday. Well, not so much in the transfer window. This, this January transfer window, it's in the... the I mean, how long have we, we needed a right back? I mean, we had Jenkinson on loan. I mean, how long has that been a problem? It has, position? Yeah. Who was our last good right back then, John? Oh, I can't remember. Was Faubert a right back? Uh, yeah, I think he was playing. He did play on the right, didn't he? He did. Anyway, you said good. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, no, right. When's our last good? There's I mean, a question I, for the listeners. What, when was our last good Jacobson, right back? Was he playing on the right? Yeah. Then? You know, it's just. Well, well actually, Carl Jenkinson had a really good season on the right. He did. I say, yeah. but he was on loan. He was on loan. When was our last good permanent right back? Uh, Ray Stewart, did he play on the right? Oh, you're going well back. <laughs> <laughs> but as I say, no, it's just all of it. It's, I mean, it's been well documented, the amount of money they spent on strikers and mm. the lack of quality they've brought in. And the, and, and the right back is just, it's, I just don't understand it. Yeah. But it is constantly costing us. It is, it is, it is. But there you go. Right. Anyway, this this part of the podcast we, we talked to your favorite subject West Ham finances oh that's my favorite subject <clears throat> so um I've been waiting for a while but I've been waiting for the financial accounts to come out and on Saturday morning at 6 a.m they finally came out Woo-hoo. and I'll give Major you a quick weekend. summary so Karen Brady got a 40 percent pay rise and now gets 907,000 pounds a year up from 646,000 not bad pay rise um, the, both the owners paid themselves back from their loans uh, 4.2 million, including 7% interest. And, and some people have raised their eyebrows saying, I thought they said they weren't going to do that. It still means there's 57 million pounds left to pay. Um, but they've deferred that to 2020, but it will still earn interest at 7%. Um, we so that's their personal debt. That's their personal debt. We had a turnover of 142 million pounds the largest, a record for West Ham. It jumps us over both Newcastle. So last year we, we had 121 million turnover and we were we were ninth in terms of Premier League turnover. We jump over. Newcastle will obviously be relegated and their turnover will go down. That's what you can do when you sell your home. Um, but also, well, that, that none of that comes into it, by the way. This is all oh. the last season at the bowling before we sold our home. Oh, okay. Um, also... We jumped over Everton. Everton actually are going the other way. You know, so much for them, big club mentality, etc. Their turnover went down four million, while ours went up. Well, their new principal shareholders got more money than Sullivan and Gold put together, mate. Well, he's not spending it at the moment. Well, he has been spending it slowly but surely. Right, well, we're seeing the signings they did in the window. Now, historically, you know, the amount you have on turnover, the amount you spend on wages, does have a direct effect on. Uh, where you finish consistently in the league. So we're seventh now in the turnover um, uh, table. So we should be expected to finish consistently in the seventh um, spot, statistically speaking, of course. But we are debt fr- the bank debt-free, so they had to pay off the bank debts, one of them being David Sullivan himself. Well, they bank. just deferred the debt, haven't they? No. Well, they have. They've taken it from one source of debt to another source of debt. Who, who says debt. that, John? 
Have you got well, some privileged information? Well, if, if that's not what the accounts say, John. Well, there you go. You've obviously I mean, let, got let some me ask, privileged information. Let me ask you the question, yeah, Mister. You you paint everything's Mister Club Stooge in such a positive light for the owners and do what you're told, yeah. Now, let me ask you the question: How long ago did they come and buy this club? In two thousand and ten, seven years ago. Seven years ago. Now, having supported West Ham for as long as you have and I yeah. have. How different has it been the last seven years supporting West Ham than it has been previously? Oh, I don't know. Do you know what? There's How never different been has it been? What is? It? I, I what is our experience? Of I think there's more been more engagement with the chairman. No, no, than no I'm just saying. No, that's that's the engagement with the chairman <coughs> and the engagement with the club and all these things have changed because the technology yeah. is changing. And yeah, you, true. And you've got involved in yep. blogging and Twitters and all this. Yep. But you know, we've we've been through the Cairns, the Brown. Yeah. I've we, known. We've I've always known turmoil. Barons. Come on, yeah, you know, since we've, we've had both all of these been born, owners. John, right? There's always been turmoil yeah. in this club, whether it's been the Cairns or Terry Brown or the Icelandics yeah. or now this club. Right. We know no different, do we? Right. In our so lifetime, this we've is never what gone. I'm saying yeah. to you. I mean, I've always said to people, who all, my friends who are Chelsea fans and Tottenham fans, so the difference between our club and your club is that. We have been historically run badly for our whole our whole existence, and all it takes is for someone with proper money and proper organisation to come in and run a club properly, and it can succeed <coughs> in London with the fan bases that we have. Yeah, and that's the difference. They they got the Abramovich money, they got the, the Lewis money at Tottenham. They got you know the, the things that are different for them than they are for ours. But in the last seven years of our saviours, as a lot of people put them up there, and a lot of things that they people so they do this, they do that. How different has it been? We've had we've had some shit football. We've had some really crap football under Allardyce. We've had a relegation and a promotion, yeah. and we're now mid-table in the Premier League. Now, in my lifetime, historically, West Ham have been at best a mid-tabling team in the Premier League. And a yo-yo up and down relegation um, promotion team. That's all they've ever been. Yeah. And the occasional cut run. Now we've not even had a cut run really. No. In the seven years. But and they came in all singing, all dancing. We're, we're going to stabilise the club. We're going to clear the debt. Now the debt's just, in my opinion, you keep saying it's not because it's their debt or whatever. Yeah. They've still got the same amount of debt as when they bought us. They've sold our home. We've no yeah. longer got a home. And we're pretty much the same football club as they well, was when they took over. Right. I'm not an apologist for them, but, but you know, we have had turmoil with a number of people. And Terry Brown, the Icelandics, did know better. I see, I'm sure you saw Terry Brown bought the, the, the John Lyle Gates, which raised a few hours. Yeah. And anyway, no, he still owns I'm 4% of the club. Yeah. I'd say I don't think people realise that, that, that our, this, this group, this board brought Terry Brown back into the board. Well, I think Terry Brown was already in, if I'm honest with you the Icelandics after he threatened to sue them for five million. But let's go back to this board, right? I mean, the, Icela sorry, the Icelandics, <coughs> we all bought into that at the beginning. Yeah, we did. And we didn't, uh, we weren't aware that they Be were just laden, yeah, they were ladening the, yeah. the club with debt. So we but weren't but aware we, of that. Financially, we are on better. Right. The, the problem is that sometimes our chairman promise things, right, and, and don't deliver. And, and, you know, saying that we're going to get a 20-goal striker and not delivering is bad, right? Saying that we're going to be in Champions League within five years is, again, it's ill-conceived, right? Because sometimes, you, you know, although they're the most approachable chairman, sometimes you wish they would keep it shut. 
Saying right? that we're never... But we're, we're a never, better business. Saying that we don't take any money out of the club. Yeah, that's a bad, that's another bad one. Giving the giving the um, person that's overseen the worst stadium move in history. It's just been voted for doubt. the best stadium in the top ten. Did you see that? Uh, the, the London Stadium, absolute is the bollocks. Top ten. So the lady who actually oversaw what is, for our experience, is clearly the worst stadium move anyone could have ever experienced. Give her a forty percent pay rise, where in my opinion she should have resigned just over yeah. the fact of some of the stuff that's happened to I her. D- I think we're turning. I know you don't agree with this. I think we're turning the corner in the London Stadium. The polls uh, agree with that, and most fans, not long-term fans, but most fans agree that we're turning a corner. And I think that you know s- a lot of fans are still jealous at the deal we've got. You know, I'm not. Um, I'm not even. Saying, some I'm just people saying are impressed. The of the stadium and think long term. I'm not talking this about the stadium. Move I'm us. not talking about the stadium. I'm talking about how our owners have presented something in one yeah, way I or said I something one them. way and then it's the other way in reality. I, I will not defend and them. And on top of it point. all, we're the same club as we always were throughout our years of supporting them. The biggest difference between yeah. then and now is we no longer own our I, stadium. I, I would agree that sometimes we talk the big talk, um, but we don't always back it up. And, you know, although there's a talk of, you know, DS is a, a billionaire and, um, you know, David Gold is a multi-millionaire, they don't always have liquid funds. And, no, they're, you know, not, they're not wealthy but you, enough. But you look at, but you would still find that a lot of people in the Premier League are still jealous of us getting the stadium and think we got it for nothing and it's well, a taxpayer yeah, stadium. Well, it is going to be. And, and, and a lot of people will say West Ham are going places, you know, we got 142 million to go. We are on, you know, that's before we've got the extra revenue for the London Stadium. We're going to be close to 200 million next season, right? Now, some of that's going to be. Now they can the start. They down. can start paying the debt down. Yeah, they can do, but it's not going to show on the pitch, is it? No. And and, and that's where they. And that's where I'm not going to defend them and say absolutely. If they're going to talk the talk, they've got to walk the walk. They've spent. And, and this is this is another thing in the in the finances. They have spent ninety million over ninety million pounds in the last two seasons. Ninety million pounds. What have they got to show for it? They spent forty five last season, and and I think <coughs> fifty in the season before. Well, they got twenty five back this year. But well, they have got twenty five back. You're but right. You know, it's but but you still say, what did you get for your ninety mi- million? Uh, seventy million. If you want to, if you want to put these these this board up on a pedestal and call them our saviors, I've never called them they, saviors. Uh, 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 I've said you could have worse, and you I've, could I've have consistently worse. said that. they've made their mistakes. They don't get everything right. Then they sometimes talk about things that they don't deliver. Then they. But I'm saying I reckon you could have a lot worse, and I include the Glazers in that. And, you know, you, you talk to Liverpool fans and Man United fans and ask how happy they are with their owners. And, and, and you, you won't get, oh, we're happy no, with the chairman. Of course not, of course not. The difference with our club is our chairman are far more approachable, maybe far too more approachable, and far more vocal than any of the other chairmen. Yeah. You don't hear, you know, Daniel but Levy earns 2.6 million. You don't hear him on Twitter or you don't hear him. Well, talking. you said you threw that back at me when we. S- I said, "Well, Karen Brady, forty percent," and you said, "Daniel Levy." I said, "Yeah." Well, look at the job that Daniel Levy's done. Yeah. Compared to, no, I mean, if if we had someone in charge of our club like Levy does for Tottenham, do you rate Levy? Worth. Yeah, I think he's one of the best chairmen yeah. out there. He keeps quiet though, doesn't he? Doesn't talk. Doesn't do interviews. He's nasty and he's hard to deal with. Yeah. 
but he's just right. There's one thing I'm going to say about Spurs at the moment. It's not a Spurs podcast, but look, there's there's a correlation between us playing at the London Stadium and then playing at Wembley. Which interestingly, they're going to play at Wembley next season, aren't they? They are. Yeah. What's happened with them in the Champions League? Yeah, no, they've struggled. And and do you know what? I was listening to. Um, but what's that got to do I with West Ham finance? Well, 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 I'm just saying that part. We were talking about the stadium. I'm just saying that you look at them and they've struggled to play in Wembley. But did you, you did and, hear it on the and radio? And I was listening to radio this morning with uh, Brad uh, Friedley, is it? Brad Friedel. Fr- Brad Friedel, um, talking about well, you know, the pitch is a lot wider and a lot longer than White Hart Lane and, and they're struggling to cope and let's just hope they get used to it by next season. And did you hear and, them and on the radio, their fans on the radio? No. Saying that well, what they've done is that people are coming there, day tripping, yeah. people are coming there, they're, they're all been split up from where their groups were at White Hart Lane, people that we usually sing and create atmosphere aren't all together. Things. It's, he said it's a total different experience. Yeah. Well, it's, a, well, it's exactly what they did with us. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't disagree with that. But we're doing it for we're doing it for the next hundred years. They're only doing <laughs> it for a year. But you, even by your own admission, you said the Crystal Palace game was was special and and was a good atmosphere. No, they said it was the best atmosphere I've seen there. You said yeah. it, didn't you say it was special? I don't think it was special. <laughs> but anyway, anything more on finances beyond we we make? I mean, operating profit, by the way, was thirty five million. But by the time you take in all the extra money we spent on play, what's called player trading. Um, we made a £1.2 million profit. And then when you factored in other external factors, we actually made a £4.8 million loss. Yeah, well but do you know what? It comes to a point, right? If you're going to carry on spending £45 million in player transfers a year to compete, right? Until you start making massive profit, you're never going to pay off the debt, whether it's internal, external, whatever. No, it, but it's the pure that, economics. Yeah. But the, de- the debt, when they took over... Seven years ago, we were going to be debt free in five years. We are external. We're going to be, yeah, well, you know, it's just smoke and mirrors, Sean. Well, that's what finance is. <laughs> so you know, it's the true. The true saviors would have come in and say, "Right, bang, we're we're going to. I we've we've got the club for peanuts. We're going to clear the debt and let's go." I've never called them saviors, or I don't know who does. Right. Maybe it's maybe it's Nigel Kahn who calls them saviors. I mean, the diff the. Difference of the twenty goal is, you know, you look at Zaza the other week. You know, yeah. we ca- you, you can't sit there. There's a lot of talk about a Lacazette and that. You can't talk about these players. They're just not going to want to come to West Ham. You've got to build something no. first for them to come to. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to. Not, I'm going to agree with you. Right? I'm fed up of fighting. Let's just agree with it. Tell you what, I'm su- uh, what surprises me actually is the lack of people that come for Bilic. I would have thought there'd be more of an influence there that we've got Bilic. I thought he would have been more of an attraction for yeah. players to join. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. What What did you say? What did you saw on Twitter while we were on a bit on air? You looked at Twitter and you showed me a picture. Do you want to say what that is? Oh, that was just someone selling their Charlton Athletic season tickets. Free. Oh, Charlton Athletic. Yeah. Sorry, I thought they were West Ham ones. No, I missed they the weren't. Point. They were free Charlton Athletic season tickets for sale. Mm. He'd had enough. Even his kids didn't want to go anymore. So, um, I don't think there is any Twitter, because I didn't put a message on, um, I had a busy day today, I didn't put a message on, on Facebook, uh, which is uh, www.facebook.com slash more than a podcast, and I didn't um, equally put anything on Twitter. So, 
I doubt there's any questions because we didn't ask anything. Well, there you go. I'll have a quick look. Let's, um, um, when's your next uh, media meeting, Sean? Um, the media meeting, uh, we've got two. I'm, I'm going to the bloggers meeting with Karen Brady in March, early March, and then I think a week later, then I'm at the Supporters Advisory Board. So is uh, anyone going to bring along a WHUISA representative to the bloggers meeting? Yeah, the bloggers meeting is a bloggers meeting and their main um, uh, place is to go to the um, supporters advisory board. Ah. So my opinion last on the last podcast that there should be one meeting, everyone encompassed under the umbrella well, I of will an tell independent you, and I'm not even advice. sure I'm supposed to be saying this, that the club ha have met or will meet uh, WISA separately, so they've got their own separate meeting. Um, I'm not even sure. Well, I've said it now. Um, but yeah, they've got a separate meeting, so what, what, what more do they want? So you say they, they. where you should be a part of. Well, I am. I'm a member. I'm yeah. a member. I'm a paid-up member as you are. Everybody um, everybody on that bloggers thing should be under the umbrella of WISA and you should all be yeah. there with the yeah. same chronicles. And I, I support them, but I've said to them themselves, they need to have their elections. I understand they're going to have elections in May or even April maybe, and they need to get a properly elected committee. Structure. And as soon as they do that, I think they're going to do it in April actually, if I remember rightly, then I think they've got a lot more credibility uh, and they can grow their membership over eight hundred uh, over the 600 they've got already. Well, um, I don't know, but I'm I'm hoping that uh, we we have a little jacuzzi. Maybe Karen will join me and the others with the jacuzzi. We might have a little bit of champagne and caviar and canapes, and we might do the meeting in in the sort of players' uh, changing room. You know, in 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 just have a little hot tub session. Yeah, good, good. Why don't you come along? Bring your trunks along. You sure? Good. Anyway, um, sorry. Well, we've probably got two because um, you're not going to Chelsea, are you? Because you're a uh, you and George are at a musical concert. I'm in. I believe I'm in a box with Nigel Kahn, Dan Silver, and David Hudzink, um and some others. Um, and so we won't we won't record next Monday. What is that game after Chelsea? Um, I don't know. Can't remember. Is it Leicester? Yeah, I think it is Leicester. We've got two home games in a row. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Leicester. So let's start with Chelsea anyway. We've got no striker, John. Well, Antonio can't play either, can he? No, nope, he's uh, he's uh, out. Uh, no, we've got Bournemouth away. Is it Bournemouth away? I was just looking yeah. at that. Bournemouth away? I'd love Leicester. to go to Bournemouth away. You've got to have too many points these yeah, days. Yeah, you had to, to have 24 points for Bournemouth away, by the way. Um, anyway, Chelsea, I reckon we'll lose 2-0. Well, I'm going to go for nil-nil. I'm going to say, in an Allardyce fashion, we can park the bus, we can put, make it a really boring game. Um, while I'm in the box and drinking um, you know, champagne and, and rich man's cottage pie, they will park the bus and uh, not let Chelsea pass. That's nice, because so we're, we're not going now, because we, we were going to a concert on Monday night and the game got moved. 
So it would only be Sean attending. But it's a good job, really, because I wasn't going anyway, and Sean would have just left George behind George and gone in the box no, all on either. George has got quite a few people going on the tickets. George would have just taken nice. some nice. of his mates. Very considerate. Uh, so the next game... Is well, Bournemouth well, away. Yeah. We yeah. do like to be behind the seaside. Oh, we do like I reckon to be... We draw it's one on all. a Saturday. We should have gone to the... I know we needed 24 points, but um, Saturday at 3 o'clock on a sunny day... I reckon we draw day. one all. Really? Yep. So the, the head of press, this is his old place, He's, uh, he, he came, uh, Max Fitzgerald came from Bournemouth, good mates of Eddie Howe. Uh, he's a Bournemouth fan as well. I reckon, uh, I think Bournemouth are not doing too well at the moment. I'd like to think we can get one over them and I will go for 2-1. So a nil-nil draw followed by a 2-1 cheeky away win at the Cherries. Is it the Cherries? Yes, it is. Well done, Sean. Right, I think have we got any have we got any other business, John? No, I don't, I don't think we so. don't I think we've do rambled this. on too much. We it's have quite rambled boring. on. Yeah. So, so um, I think that's it. Uh, if you just what you what I'm going to ask you to do is while I <laughs> outro, uh, just just sort of talk amongst yourself for a little while. What? Just me? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and then say. Um, okay. You know. Well, I would say that for the, the Terry game. Oh, it seems alright. You're right. Alright, thank you. Anyway, thank you, John. John, what do you say? John, 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 Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.